This is the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Hockey is more than a game. It's a lifestyle. It's you, the diehard supportive fans, your favorite players who are on the team you cheer for and the organization who supports them. The companies that make your gear, bags, and beer league sweaters, the hockey moms and hockey dads, and everything else that makes this House of Hockey your home. Come on in. I'm Breezy. And I'm Ray Ray. And And this this is is our our house. house. Welcome to episode 81 of the House of Hockey podcast. We uh, have been witnessing training camp. Uh, My name is Ray Ray. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Breezy and I'm your other co-host. There we go. Yeah, I got that over and done with. (laughs) Training camp is underway. That's happening. We've got some preseason games happening. Like the news and the clips on social are starting to roll in and I'm feeling it and I'm getting excited. Are you? You don't sound very excited. (laughs) (laughs) I am. I am. I just, you know, uh, it's, it's like, I need, I need October. I need yeah. to be October to really be like, heck yeah. Plus, yeah. you know, I'm just feeling a little uncertain about my Blackhawks and what's all that going to end up shaking out to be at, you know, the start of the season and who's really going to be on the ice and what's the dynamic going to be with Flurry and all those kinds of things. So. Gotcha. You know, I'm a little like I'm just apprehensive always going into the start of a new season with supporting my team is is a little more anxiety ridden. And I go a little and go in a little more apprehensive, but like overall to have a truly regular hockey season, hopefully (laughs) is very exciting. And I can't wait to get back into some barns. Yeah. Have you been watching any preseason games? No. Oh. I should, right? Oh, Are they you should. I, I should. I haven't, but yeah. How about this? I will this week. Fantastic. I uh I watched the Maple Leafs in Canadians game and it was super cool. Our boy Curtis Gabriel was playing. He got into a little uh he got to rough up someone a little bit. Uh he scored a goal and it was awesome. Uh it was a great game. So yeah. I'm super excited. Not to mention, uh, there's a lot going on. I am going out of town this week. And because I filled out a survey for the Predators for their, um, when, it's not it's not a winter classic, stadium series. Stadium series, what are, okay. The stadium yeah. series. Outdoor, the outdoor stuff, yeah. They, uh, they gave me two free tickets to a preseason game. So of course, you know, I, I, it's not guaranteed I'll be able to go because the night they're playing, I already have plans, but I think I can make it to Bridgestone arena, uh, for the third period. So I'm just going to run inside, uh, with my free ticket and go watch probably the last, I don't know, 15 minutes of the game. What? Yeah. Isn't it Are you going to a concert? Is that why you can't make it? No, I'm going to the Grand Ole Opry. Oh, right. Oh, right. And yeah. that's like uh, outside of town. And yeah. Yeah, well, it's a it's like a 20 minute drive. But it's just the fact of like, I mean, the whole I mean, 
Preds games are always jam-packed, right? So you can't blame it on, oh, they need to fill the seats. They, they can't blame it on that. Right. But the fact that you are providing them with information as a fan, they value your opinion. And because of that, they're rewarding you by giving you two free tickets to a preseason game. I mean, that's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> it cost me $2.50 because I had to pay the Ticketmaster processing fee. That was it. That's a hundred percent worth it. It's worth to haul ass, get back to downtown Nashville and go see the third period and like be back in the barn. Like this is exciting. This is huge. I know. So I'm hoping I'll be able to, uh, to get in there. I'm going to try to, to rush out of there, but, uh, I just thought that was really cool. And I just wanted to, uh, kind of, I don't know, just express my gratitude towards the organization for doing something like that. That's pretty cool. I agree 100%. An- another reason number, you know, 2,538, why we love hockey. Um, something else, I'm really excited for you. I really hope you make it to the well, game. Because that thank is a, just very exciting um, yeah. to be able to do both. So fingers crossed for you. But what thank I you. love also is that, hold on a second. Oh my God, I was like reading crazy. My wires got crossed there for a second per usual. (laughs) Um, Ryan Reeves, you know, now a New York Ranger, which is still a little bizarro, but it also feels really very fitting. But he, (laughs) there was a social clip of him training or like giving pointers to Vitaly Kravtsov. Is that how you say his last name? Uh, it's a sure. it's a tough terrible with names yeah. but he was giving him some pointers on uh how to fight and like how to grab on to pads and the jerseys and all of that that is something i love to see and that is awesome i love that reeves is like yeah i'll show you here and he's like just like grabbing him and like talking him <laughs> through it and they were able to capture that uh on film, you know, during, during training camp, which I think is awesome. So that was exciting. That's super fun. Oh yeah. And our boy, wait back to what you were saying about Curtis Gabriel, a friend of the pod. He had, of course, his pride tape on his stick. And I think Tavares had it on his stick too. Did he? He did. did. Yeah. Love to see it. You love to see it. Uh, You love to see the positive influence of, a guy like that, uh, I'm, I'm excited to see how how all of those dynamics play out with, you know, Tavares back and healthy and no Jumbo Joe, but we've got Curtis Gabriel, who's, you know, got a, sh- a strong voice and, and isn't afraid to, to say what he needs to say. So I think that that could be beneficial for the Leafs. I agree. And Curtis has been working his butt off. I mean, he works his butt off 24 seven, but he's basically had no off days this entire off season. And uh, I think it really showed, I think he made a lot of improvements uh, on the ice just from watching him uh, on the Saturday preseason game. Uh, I'm excited for him. I think he's doing really good. And I think that he's uh, looking like the best he's ever looked. Uh, And I'm excited. I hope he uh, at least gets a spot on the team or for at least most of the most of the season so yeah it'll be fun to to see that play out before we go into some of the other news since we're like kind of talking about previews of of teams uh let's do some hot takes the team that i think i have 
two teams that I think are going to be very surprising this season. Mm-hmm. And that is the Philadelphia Flyers with all of the um, postseason trades and acquisitions of Keith Yandel and Cam Atkinson. I think that's going to be a really unique dynamic. And then with Hazy there um, and Cam Atkinson, I, I, we haven't talked about this story um, with Hayes's brother passing this summer mm-hmm. and all of that. But his brother who passed is, played and was roommates with Cam Atkinson. So he knows the Hayes's and Keith Yandel also played with Kevin Hayes um, previously and now they're roommates and like Yandel is living with Hayes. Um, And so I think that's going to be a really core, like strong team from like the chemistry side of it. And the other team I think I'm, I think might surprise us is the Bruins because of Hall and Felino, And we got to see the little bits of their magic coming together and really starting to work well in the playoffs. And I'm excited to see how, how that looks now with a little bit more time passing. Yeah. I think the, all that's pretty valid. It's funny that you brought up uh, Philly because they were uh, one of the teams that I have on my uh, may surprise you based off of exactly what you had just said of the guys. I think Kevin's going to have more fire under his butt. And I think it's, he's going to turn, um, you know, this tragic life, whatever you want to call it uh, into something uh, good for him and his family. And I think it's, he's going to be doing it for also his little nephews and his sister-in-law too. So uh, I think Philly's going to do really well, uh, especially with Ryan and Ellis on the back end now. Uh, right. That guy that's is, right. I forgot. It's going to be tough. There. Yeah. So I, uh, I definitely see Philly going, uh, doing, pushing pretty hard through the entire season. I think, I obviously think that they're going to have their slumps like every other team does, but I think they're going to come out and be pretty surprising. Uh, The other team I'm thinking, and you're going to laugh at me for this, but I do think the devils might surprise people. (laughs) Okay. And there it is. There you laughed. There you laughed. I knew it was going to come. I was thinking, I was like, gosh, I can't say that. She's just going to laugh at me, but uh, it's okay. I, I think the devils are going to, I think that they're building up some chemistry. I think you have um, some long awaited, uh, I mean, the fans definitely deserve it for sure. I'm and not I laughing that, at the fans. I should, yeah. I should clarify yeah. <laughs> that. That's not it. I, I think the team has struggled and it's, they've had a hard time these last few years. So yeah. I feel for the fans. Tell me yeah. more reasons though, why you think the team is going to surprise us with their performance on the ice. I just think Dougie Hamilton's going to come in and I think he's really going to have an effect on the room in general. And I think that, I mean, you obviously have the Hughes brothers in there. It's not guaranteed that they're both going to play on the same line or be on the ice at the same time, or even if Luke is even going to start out playing. But uh, I just think that they almost had something going for them 
last season, but they didn't quite get there. I think that there was a bunch of missing pieces, but I think based off of the moves that they made on this offseason, I think that they uh, they may surprise. I don't think they're going to win a cup, but I think that they're going to do pretty well, and they could be pushing potentially getting close to a playoff spot. Yeah, you know, I was t- I agree with that. I I I I think I don't know if they're going to get a playoff spot, but I think they'll probably have a better season overall this year mm-hmm. than in the past. But the other team that I was hesitant, there was two teams that were like mm, potentials on my radar, which are the Dallas Stars with mm-hmm. a healthy Tyler Sagan. Um potentially, you know, maybe the off time was good for him. I don't think we can necessarily count them out just yet. And then I just don't know if the Seattle Kraken are going to have all the pieces that we have seen with new franchises and have been spoiled, if you will, by the magical things that aligned for the golden knights when they came you know into the league so Mm -hmm. i am not entirely sure and prove me wrong kraken like i go ahead and prove me wrong i'm cool with that (laughs) (laughs) i think that the kraken will probably i think that they're going to make a playoff spot they're not going to be they're not going to be high up but i think that they're probably going to brink on the uh you know the lower end of the scale but i'm going to say that hot take obviously but Right. I'm going to mark that down. So at the end of the season, we can come back to this episode. Okay. That's and fine. see how our predictions uh, and what we thought was going to happen. It's so hard to predict the future, obviously. And there's, we know that there's so much that goes into a team performing yeah. well for what, you know, we've had a lot of hockey and they've only really had a pretty short off season a lot of the teams that were in the playoffs and then with the way of the COVID seasons and all of that has gone hi Ringo he just came back from the park and um I think it still is there's still a lot of adjustment that has to happen there's been a lot of hockey played with not a lot of rest time like typical seasons and now they're going into a full you know a full 82 games so I don't know. I think, I think it's going to be a long, tough season for some of the players. And I, I hope that the players who took the time off like Sagan to repair his hip and really do the things and Jonathan Tays, who was having major issues and actually took that time in these weird seasons we've had uh, Mm -hmm. to come back healthy and strong to, to make it through. There you go. There we have it. The hot takes. This week's episode of the House of Hockey podcast is brought to you by... Week three of football is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week four with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off another action-packed week, DraftKings is giving new customers $150 instantly when they bet $1 on any football game. So listen up, because you don't want to miss out on this. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 on any game this week to receive $150 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbook isn't yet available in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contest. 
DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code at THPN to receive $150 in free bets when you place $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code at THPN for the Hockey Podcast Network this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 rate required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. There's more news in the, uh, the hockey world where Jack Eichel was ripped of the C on his chest. How does that, uh, how does that make you feel? Gosh, I feel like there's a lot of drama happening in Buffalo. And I think there's a lot of stuff going on that we don't know about, but the story that's, I'm fine with him being stripped of the C because he's, he's not playing. He's on the IR and he's got a very serious injury with his neck that needs surgery, like officially. And he's not going to be able to be around. He's, you know, expressed his, like the team is gone on the record and the organization's gone on the record and saying that they're willing to trade him for the right things. So I think when you have that kind of known dynamic, I don't think keeping the C on a guy like that is overall very beneficial for the rest of the team. So I understand it. It's definitely, it definitely sucks. But from the story that's being told to the public is that Eichel needs neck surgery, but that he is having a a point of difference on what the surgery should be, the procedure, because the team doctors want him to have a fusion with his, I think he has a herniated disc in his neck. And then, but he doesn't want to do that. He wants to have a disc replacement surgery. And so they can't agree on what to do and how to proceed. And he's just being put on the IR and isn't really going to be around the team from what I read while this is being sort of figured out. And it sucks. Like all of it sucks. You know, he went in there with such high hopes and good intentions and had some really successful seasons a couple years ago. And we know that the owners and all of the trials and tribulations of being a Sabres fan, like this just is a tough, tough pill to swallow for, for the fans. What do you think about yeah. it? You know, I think this whole entire time, and I probably shouldn't say this on the record, but I'm going to, cause it's my own thoughts and it's my own opinions, but I almost feel like they have so much beef with each other. Eichel and the Sabres organization and it's almost like it's almost like the Sabres organization has a bad taste in their mouth for Eichel and they want to just like self-sabotage him Mm -hmm. I mean for you have an athlete who has been going to doctors and knows what needs to get done and believes that this surgery that he thinks that he needs to do is what's best for him no one knows his body more than himself 
and, right. and it's his the choice. organization and the organization saying, well, no, I'm not going to approve it unless you do our surgery. Well, you haven't proven to him that your opinions and your thoughts and your guidance is 100% true. How, how does he know that you're not going to just do some sort of surgery that he, it's still going to put him out? It's not going to fix the thing. So he's trying to do what he thinks is best for himself. And if they're not approving that, like that is completely bogus, first of all. And I just think this whole entire thing is them not wanting to deal with him uh, regardless. I mean, there's two sides to every story. So we don't know what Jack has done internally or or whatnot. We know what he has said uh, publicly, uh, which obviously isn't uh, the best thing to, to have come out of that maybe. Um, But I almost just feel like at this point, it's almost like a pissing match on who can screw up each other's lives more and unfortunately the only person that is really uh or people that are really getting the short end of the stick of this is the fans so as as uh, they continually do the fans in buffalo and they're such a devoted fan base and just deserve deserve more you know yeah it's just a sad story is hamilton ontario to buffalo close right very close yeah all right. Maybe, maybe that's what needs to happen. Maybe, yeah. maybe <laughs> save like, cause Buffalo fans, I think would maybe drive to Hamilton. I don't want to speak out of turn, but I don't, I don't want to take the team away, but geez, they deserve better ownership. And, and yeah. it's just a sad story, man. I think you just want the team to do well, whether you're a fan of the team or not, like you don't want to see a team having to go through this, especially the star player. It's been like, it's just been a drag and it's like how it it just sucks i mean i feel bad and i i'm like well this is the crappiest situation and i'm not even a sabers fan so you can only imagine uh imagine how they're feeling and hopefully this all gets worked out soon i hope jack gets the surgery that he needs you hate to see a guy kind of laid up just waiting on answers uh it's not getting any better and if anything it's only getting worse and so you gotta get the guy fixed yeah plain and simple just at the end of the day like yeah it's a pretty serious sounding injury slash surgery and yeah and you got to think of the daily pain he's probably going through like not only that he's not going to be playing this season it's i mean his lifelong dream to play he's not gonna be playing he's getting screwed over it's like yeah poor dude i i i feel for i feel for him but uh is it is it necessary for a team to have a captain? I say a hundred percent. You know, I'm going to say no, I don't. Why? I mean, I, I see, I see why a team should have a captain, right? I mean, that's like your, that's your guy. That's who you back up. That's, that's the guy who's going to lead the room. That's the loudest one. But think about it when, when a team doesn't have a captain, I think it gives more people in the room an opportunity to have a leadership. So rather than having just one solid guy, you're like, Oh, he's the guy you're now looking, you're like, all right, well, you know, I, I look up to you. I look up to you. You've said some really good things. And I think that maybe you don't feel like you're stepping on your captain's toes when you're maybe speaking up and just saying like, come on guys, like I got something to say, like, you know, we could pump this up or you're playing terribly, like whatever it is. Like, I just think it maybe makes more of a team environment, not necessarily a, uh, a one man with like, you know, his two, three, four backup guys. 
uh, I don't know. Again, there's no I in hockey. There's no I in team. And sometimes I feel like having a, a captain almost puts it as like an I in team. Because when you think about the Blackhawks, you're usually thinking about Captain Jonathan Tays, right? Mm-hmm. Or you're thinking of Patrick Kane. But whenever you think of a team, you automatically think of the captain, which is a good thing. But at the same time, there's more to that team than just the captain. Yeah, I think opinion. I think you have a valid opinion, and I hear your opinion. I think when you <laughs> but have, I'm wrong. <laughs> no, I think when you have a good captain. Yeah. who is able to recognize what the team needs and what a different player might need. And when the room needs the funny guy to, to step up and lighten the mood and allow for that uh-huh. and not hold the space of like, I am in charge and any, you must respect me. I think a captain's respect is earned through all of the players. And I think when you have a team that doesn't respect the captain, that's when we see things not play out so well on the ice. So I do see your point because if you don't have, if it's might be better not to name a captain, if you don't have the right person leading the ship. That is true. That's very valid as well. So that's what I got for you there. Um, Did you. you see how gritty celebrated his birthday i have serious mascot envy right now no i didn't gritty was on a flipping motorcycle with a police escort rolling through town oh gritty can drive a motorcycle gritty can snowboard gritty can do like backflips he can swing on a wrecking ball what does tommy hawk do he bangs the drum I mean, I love you, but like, how could you not have total mascot envy? Please, like, uh, tell me. Do you, like, what? Ba- Bailey? <laughs> what does Bailey do? What does Bailey do? Well, he did a lot until something happened, and now Bailey's not really Bailey. <laughs> Bailey now is like a mullet. So, do you see what I mean? Like, I've got yeah. total envy. I'm like, I want to go to Gritty's birthday party. Like he had like a party for his birthday. What? I love this. Like, I just, I love everything about what they do. I have said this multiple times, but like, he's so cool. Gritty's the man. Gritty's the number one, man. Could you imagine (laughs) wearing that thing and then trying to drive a motorcycle? I mean, what do you mean? He's he's not wearing anything. It's just gritty. Oh, right. I'm sorry. Right. Right. (laughs) I mean, he is a very with those eyes all crooked and he can drive yeah. a motorcycle. I mean, I'm very impressed. That's pretty cool. I'm gonna have to find the clip. I gotta watch this. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> oh, oh man. Like that make that's a birthday party I would want to attend. Oh. Because that would just I, you be know, really fun. It would be fun. Plus, you don't know who else is gonna show up. And like mm-hmm. I just feel like and you don't know what chaos can just break out of like nowhere. Mm-hmm good chaos not like weird chaos yeah let's, I agree. let's set that record straight <laughs> that's what i got for you there <laughs> oh great i have one more question for you yeah i want to know your opinion do you think it is more exciting to have a game with no goals or to have a game where both teams are scoring an abundance of goals 
Hmm. I think no goals is more anxiety driven attention focus because there's no goals and the first person to score you know it's a much bigger celebration and every pass every shot on goal you are glued to the tv and like in anticipation yeah that's my hot take on that what do you say I think you're you going to say I'm, more goals. You know, I, I am, <laughs> but I, <laughs> I was sitting here thinking, I'm, no, I mean, you're completely valid. I was a little torn on this. Cause I was like, gosh, what do I like to watch more of? And I think I do enjoy watching it when it's like no goals. And you know, that like this game is just going to keep going until someone scores. But then at the same time, you're like, oh my God, just someone freaking score a goal. Because when it went to like, what's like six overtimes a couple seasons ago, you're like, all right, I'm ready for bed at this point. But when you are there, like physically in the arena and there's just goals going left and right, like everyone, like, it's just, I don't know. I just, maybe I'm just all up in my feels right now. And I'm just like, I just want to go see some goals. But I think it's more exciting when both teams are scoring because you're like, are you going to go up three goals and then like, and then all of a sudden you're up one and then like up one, like, you know what I mean? I know what you mean. You know what I mean? I know. I'm a little mean. antsy talking about it. You're like, you're like sitting back. <laughs> yeah. It brings my, like my anxiety is just up thinking about it, watching a game like that, where it's like, yeah, oh, but you do make a good point in person. Yeah. It's, it's a different experience. I think mm-hmm. watching at home, it's more exciting when there's no goals. Yeah. Um, but in person, having the goal horn go off and the song and the, you know, all everyone that, jumping up and yeah, I yeah. think that's a different experience. Yeah. 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 Well, there we go. There we go. <gasps> there we go. Wait, we got to talk about picture day. Picture day? Picture day. For the for the for the players, picture oh, day, media like, picture day. I was like, it's like I didn't take any pictures. What are you talking about? <laughs> no picture day, and your boy, Kachuk. Oh, yeah. Wow, <laughs> Stevie. He's got the smolder down. He does, and I was like, I, I got to share this with somebody. And, and I shared it with you. And then you came back with an absolute rocket of Matt Barzal. Yeah, Barzy, like with the full-on smoke show situation with the actual <sighs> smoke machine behind him or whatever it looked like with the with the lighting and all that. Yeah. Like, Kachuk looked more like a thing out of GQ, right? He like, did. it was like... Yeah. Uh, had his head down and the eyes up and was like very smoldery and <laughs> I was like whoa what am I gonna do with those eyes stop looking at me come on oh my god I'm getting a little whoa I see what breezy sees now yeah. <laughs> I see it I see it you see it you I see it I see it now yeah that almost made it to my uh, wallpaper on my phone not gonna lie <laughs> I wouldn't be able to focus if that was the background of my phone. That's that's reason number two I didn't put it on there. Reason number one is I didn't have the heart to take mate off of the background of my phone. So. 
I got Ringo on the back of my phone. Aw, they're just so cute. You just got to support your doggy. But uh, I was going through the Preds. Um, they did like a little swipe of it. And everyone's just kind of sitting there like kind of just moving their shoulders around, you know, kind of little smirks here and there. And Roman's sitting there like with the biggest like cheeser smile on his face. And it's like, thank you. You would thank do you. that. Yeah. <laughs> There were some funny pictures. Uh, there was Brandon in Seattle. His yeah, his... <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, there was a lot of them. And then some of the teams went the route of the school day thing, like that yeah. parents do now, where they like write like on a chalkboard their kids name yeah sure and, and the age and they just made that for for hockey so i was yeah. like eh, that one's not doing it for me as much but you know who I always had the effort hmm. yeah you know who always had super epic um <clears throat> school pictures i guess you could say <laughs> media day pictures justin williams I don't know if you remember him or not. Yeah, I know who. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, with his hair, like, his hair was a. (laughs) Yes, his wild curly hair. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Mr. Game 7 himself. Always, always made me happy seeing his game day or, uh, oh yeah his all those media pictures yeah yeah like his like team photo yeah team photos yeah he's always just sitting there with like this afro yeah and just like kind of like this just like didn't brush it just sat down and didn't shower just was like whatever or showered and just just stuck his head out the window on the way to the rink (laughs) it's me hello i hear okay take the picture you good all right i gotta go bye too funny too funny that's that's what we got for you um we we will reconvene with you about your trip in two weeks from now so we have a super special episode for you guys next week we have a guest so stay tuned for that and we'll we'll talk to you then enjoy the preseason games Thanks for coming over to our House of Hockey podcast and hanging out with us. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And in the meantime, you can follow us on social media. Just look for House of Hockey podcast. We'll be back next week.